Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and I am Marcus Boston. And I am Cecil W. Adams. And together we are the Sulaudience, and this is episode 10. It's the big one. Finally made it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> we stretched the fuck out of nine. Yeah, we had 9.25, what, nine? Nine, 9.25, 9. 9.75. 9.5 in there as well. 9.5, that was a good one. 9.75 was good. That was red. Yep, that was red. Then uh, 9.25 was a two-parter. Yeah. With Liz. Yeah. 9.5 was Jeff. Jeff, that was good. That's probably that's yeah. probably the most helpful one. That was very. Dude, he dropped so much knowledge. Oh yeah. my god. I mean, I wasn't on that one, but it was very good. Right. It was very. It was better <laughs> off me not being there because it's more educational that right. way. And that was that was the the third podcast I'd done. Yeah, I mean that it, was the first one with the 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 mics, the the clamp, the clamp. Yes, mics. yes, yeah. yes. Look at us now in a fucking studio and shit. Yeah, hey, we hey, we moving up in the world, man. <laughs> Slowly but surely. All right, guys. So our special guest for episode ten of the Solardians, the one we've been waiting and debating on who was going to be number ten, <laughs> is my man, our man. Yep, Dustin Hayes Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> This is, is this happening? This it thing is, on? It this is, thing man. working? Are we good? Yeah, barely. <laughs> barely. It took us a while. We've been planning oh on it for a God. while. And I'm an even number. I'm not like 9.6.5. It took us a long time to get here, but it was been a great journey. We only just started. And yeah. I want to give you a round of applause. Hold on. Wait, nope, never mind. There it is. Hey! Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, part of it is my fault, too. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Well, that and plumbing. Plumbing guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Last time. Actually, I think, it, I guess it, it worked out better because you would have been sitting on a cooler in the basement in the BBC, the uh, uh, big hey, boot of communication. I swear, I'm going to bring some chairs. We can, I'm, I'm, now I'm amped. <laughs> Get this check from this job I go to at all times of day. Mm-mm, can't wait. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that job's really hurting my podcasting career, just saying. <laughs> it's actually it's going to make it better because I have more time to post and do dope stuff. Fair so, enough. like, working third shift, ain't much going on, but I'm going to make the best of it for the, for the community, for the tribe. Right. So, we're on a time limit because we don't have a whole lot of budget since we're in this yep. professional studio Let's tonight. Get to it. <laughs> hey, why don't you go ahead and let us know uh, how you got to where you are now. Just kind of... Oh, my gosh. That's going to take story. up all the time. How much time we got? <laughs> well, uh, condense it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Uh, right now, I work for Now 96.3 here in St. Louis, uh, and my radio career started about 19 years ago, 19, 20 years ago in Dallas, Texas. Now, I'm originally from Wichita, Kansas. This is my hometown. And uh, I started DJing, you know, with the vinyl and the crates and all that oh, shit. Wow. I mean, like, carrying my crates around in my, in, on a dolly. <laughs> In the show your a, age. Show your age. Kids <laughs> like crates. Like uh, they're like, what, what is this? What's, what's vinyl? <laughs> right. Some people scratch on. So, Retro. You know, I had vinyl. I had crates. I had my turntables, and I would drive around to different uh, clubs and stuff. And uh, finally, met some guys in radio. And it was a local radio station in Wichita, Fly 92.7. Fly 92.7. Right. That's a pretty that legit is. name for a radio station, Fly 92.7. Yeah. And they played That's everything. That's a win. I mean, they played anything. Basically, because it was a mom and pop station. It wasn't a corporate oh. station. So they just put whatever we want to do. So I went in on their morning show. There's a liquor cabinet. <laughs> hey, my behind, kind of show. Behind, like right now, like like this. <laughs> like this. Drinking beverages. <laughs> I, don't know how you, I don't know how you do this without alcohol so listen 
So this is how it starts. I'm like, I want to do what these guys do. They're <laughs> yep, going right. in and doing a show. This is entertaining. And uh, they would come out to my club gigs every right. once in a while. And I'm like, I want to do radio back in 99, 2000, way back in the day. 19. Was right. So. Wait, so you started, you were the same age as me. So you started at 19? Mm, yeah. No shit. Wow. Mm, essentially. Essentially. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Right. And then my buddy was a chiropractor and he was going to school in Dallas. And I found a radio school, American Broadcasting School in Oklahoma, because it was close to Wichita right. in uh, Oklahoma City. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to go here and go to this broadcast. I'm getting out. I'm, I was the only child. I was delivering uh, meat for a meat company. I was working at AutoZone. I was working at <laughs> my stepdad's body shop. I was doing DJing on the side. Right. Only child. Need to get out of Wichita. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go to this broadcasting school. He's like, well, I just graduated KU. I'm going to go to chiropractic school right. in Dallas. And there happened to be the same school, another branch in Dallas. That's awesome. And I'm like, let's do it. I let's went down it. a weekend with him and his cousin and we found a place and I moved to Dallas Texas, Auto Wichita Wind. kicks small, mm -hmm. which like into the big city. Right. And mm. I'm like, this is life. Dallas is big, big. And it's like, that's where it was like, that's where I learned my, like how to drive. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm from Kansas. I mean, come on. I'm like, shit, they're not messing around here. <laughs> so anyway, I, I went to a broadcasting school there, mm -hmm. did an internship uh, with a guy I looked up, uh, looked up to Billy the Kid. DF Dub, remember uh, Country Girl? Remember that song? Mm -hmm. Fell in love with the country girl. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's a DJ in Dallas. <laughs> remember nope. that? Nope. Nope. You don't remember that? See, I do. <laughs> no. I, do. I wasn't there. Show yet. my age. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was an intern on a station there called uh, Wild 100.3. And I entered and I'm like, oh, I'm going to work in radio in Dallas. Nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> no. You don't just pick and choose. Where no. You go. No. I got my little. American broadcasting degree mm -hmm. went back to Kansas. I'm like, what the hell do I do now? I just left. I was in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Dallas for like two years, like yeah. living the life. And now I'm back in Wichita. Uh, I'm like, but I'm like, ooh, I got humbling, ain't it? no hating on it, but it's just like, I wanted to be on the radio and yeah. there's no jobs. And like, you just need to get on the air. That's what right. you need mm -hmm. to do. This was 2001. Right. You know, after Y2K, we made it through hey. there. Barely. Get rid of my canned goods. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I found a job in Manhattan, Kansas, where K-State is. The Little uh, Apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, my first job was in Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, they, I drove from Wichita to Manhattan, Kansas. Um, the pay was like five seventy five an hour. It I didn't even pay for my gas to get there, but I was on air. Right. Yeah. Hey. In this little house in the middle of like what you would picture in Kansas, this radio station, but it was the Big Cat ninety seven five, and that was my first radio job. Carts. Mm -hmm. You stacked the music for the jock that came in next, like that. There was no Dang digital system, oh, yeah. none of this. It was like you you just do everything yourself. The bar back to the DJ. Huh? Yeah. The bar back that was DJ. it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, essentially, I was the bar back. As a DJ in Manhattan, Kansas at KJ, uh, KJCK, the Big Cat 97.5. I was there running like the, the fireworks show. So they're like, you better not screw this up. It's the, the biggest fireworks show ever, 4th of July. And you had to sync up the music because it was on the radio. And the fireworks had to go. Mm -hmm. They're putting all this pressure on 5.75 an hour. In 5.75. But I was on the radio. Yes. That's all. Yes. That it's lasted. not about the pay at that point. It's about the experience and no. the time. You had to pay your the dues. The money will come. Right. Exactly. And this is where, I'll fast forward, 
it was like four months there. I got a job back in Wichita part-time on mm -hmm. power 93.9. It was like the station I listened to like mm -hmm. power 93.9. I got a job there. I stayed there, did weekends. I went by D-Lo. That was my name. I know. And I said cheesy things like D-Lo letting you know, and I did all those cliche radio things. But this was 2001, so give me a break. Oh, that's right. a, no, and Nelly E.I. and all that stuff. I was, a, I was a sophomore in high school. I remember when Yeah and Petey Pablo oh, yeah. Freaka League came out for the first time. That's I debuted those songs. This is when Jay-Z was wearing these shirts, like, up, oh, jersey's over with <laughs> uh, button-ups. I said, well, there goes that. I introed... Uh, Kanye West uh, through the wire for the first time uh, on the radio. Oh, oh, oh not, no! The black Kanye, ah, I missed that guy. <laughs> that guy, is damn black it! Kanye. Pre Kardashian Kanye, oh man, that Kanye, yeah, oh, uh, missed that guy. So I, I had a job there part time, and I think they wanted to keep me there in Wichita, but I'm like, I gotta get out of Wichita. I just, right. I, mm -hmm. yeah. I want to go back to the big gotta, city. Gotta glow up. So I went to Austin, Texas. I got a, I got a full time job in Austin, Texas. Doing overnights, doing mm -hmm. promotions, doing weekends, yep. everything I could do. Yeah, right. and I got paid. I had insurance. I had pay me to move down. Hey, that insurance is different, bro. Insurance a full one k is different, bro. I didn't have insurance. I had an appendectomy the year before, <laughs> where <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I'm like, My you, can you save me? Today. <laughs> Bill callers, their collectors were like, "You gonna pay for this?" No, like, uh, I just, uh, I this I'll is like my life right now. Right. My insurance card just came in the mail today. I can't wait till I pay people yeah. off. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Moving yes. on up. Yes, oh, God's good. What would you do? So I was in the ATX for like two years doing overnights, and then they launched another. Here I go back to Wichita. Yeah, they launched a station, Channel 963 in Wichita. It was a brand new top 40 station. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to be the first jock on air in my hometown mm -hmm. in Wichita doing it. Went there, launched the station. Yep. Six mm -hmm. months. I'm like, Gotta go again. Yeah, that's Gotta it. Gotta get out of yeah. Wichita. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Virginia Beach. I'm talking Virginia Beach. Like Ooh. Pharrell, N-E-R-D, Tim Timbalet. Like I'm name dropped, but it's like every rapper is from Virginia Beach. Yep, yeah. Pharrell. Let me go back to Rex and Effect. Uh -huh. <laughs> Rump Shaker was filmed outside of <laughs> yes. where my apartment Teddy was. Teddy Riley, baby. You better recognize. Teddy Riley. Respect it. His studios were. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right there. Really? I mean. Fucking look, uh, what's Bruno Mars' whole sound is Teddy Riley. That's, that's that whole sound is Teddy Riley. If you guys didn't know, Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley, the sad Jack thing was seeing all his shit, twenty four karat, all Teddy Riley shit. If but this ever I goes viral, Teddy Riley, I love you. But the saddest thing was seeing the studios and his parking sign that said Teddy Riley's parking because the studio <laughs> shut down yeah. with the grass and weeds around it. But yeah. The sign still said he got railroaded. But there was no, there, this was 2004, mm -hmm. so there was no, 2005, so there was like no social media. I mean, I couldn't have been like, yeah. now I've been like Teddy Riley's, <laughs> Teddy Riley's parking. Yeah, man. Yeah, he got wish it. Yeah. I, I wish I get, but I have the story. So right. anyway, I was in Virginia Beach and Z1077 here in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. uh, they wanted me to come to St. Louis to do nights. And back then, I mean, in this market, Z1077 St. Louis, that's like being called up from the majors. That's being like in Memphis or Springfield with right. the Cardinals. You're going to be called up here yeah, that's to the all majors. I heard about. When I first moved, I moved here in 04, and it was that's Z1077. That was it. Ooh. I mean, that was just the station. We, I mean, we did right. club gigs. I mean, that's how we met was yeah. Club Buka. Z1077 yeah, owned Buka. the city because they played enough hip-hop to where, like, Everything, ah. man. Yeah, like, there was no hip-hop station for science, too, but, like, Z1077 was, I went the to the county school, so. Z1077 was the first time I heard... Uh, 
Burn. Was it Burn uh, by Usher? Usher, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. I had all the Tatiana's on that one. Every, well, every 24 minutes, I heard, <laughs> I heard it again. <laughs> True. You're still, they're still playing it. Yes. Throwback <laughs> Thursdays. Burn. So Z1077 brought me here, and I was here for about, what, a good three and a half years? And then they consolidated, and... Uh, I heart bought them, didn't they? Well, I mean, iHeart is it's clear channel. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was budget stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. not here to knock anything, but they they just they had to get rid of positions, and that's mm-hmm. what they had to do. So I was out of work for about a year and a half, and I think I remember you remember when first, I was... First one I ever seen start a vlog. When you uh, like, what's hey, that? You started a vlog. You had the, the YouTube did. thing going. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then not to mention that I, my son, I, I found out two days before I was let go from Z... Two days before I was let go that I was having my son now, who's nine. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to be a father and I'm unemployed. <laughs> so I was unemployed for a so while. Kicking the, and uh, yeah. I got a job DJing again because I remember what I go back to. Right. DJing. Yeah. This time, yeah. I had the computer. Yes. And I had Serato. <laughs> yeah. And I was up to date. There you go. And I didn't. There you go. <laughs> I was yeah. an ancient. <laughs> I was back in the game. Uh, but it was like, you know, I did Big Daddy's and I did Bobby's Place. And I did all these wonderful bars around town mm-hmm. that helped me out and helped get me through being unemployed because it was tough because I had a newborn baby at yeah. the time. I mean, I stayed here for a year and a half, almost two years. Right. I, I was a stay at home dad. You know, his mom, uh, she worked and we just made, I wasn't going to take a radio gig out of town Mm-mm. to leave my son. Right. Well, finally, it's like two years out of work, man. I'm like, I got to do something yeah. out of sight on the mind because it's the Hayes yeah. name. Now it's just like, what, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> hey, doesn't matter. Oh, you're talking about a DJ from like three years ago? Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Right. So uh, I got a call. I got some interviews and I did some, uh, you know, some some flying across the country and some hopes and dreams. And then they were broken because the inter- you know, I didn't make it. Right. Didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. And then finally uh, in Milwaukee, 103.7 Kiss FM, they... They called me and they offered me a job and I'm like, I got to go. Right. But his mom had a great job here and mm-hmm. he was here and I had to leave. You know, right. I had to leave my son, which was so tough. Right. Um, but you had to do something. I mean, had to right. because it was Get like, what am I going to do? Right. My severance was running out. Yeah. Unemployment's not a thing. Yeah. And then, I mean, am I going to keep DJing? Hustle, man. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Right. So I left and then Where I was, was back there? here every other weekend uh, from Milwaukee for about a year and a half. Well, finally, it just didn't, it just, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't what I, I was missing my son. I'm missing out on everything. Mm-hmm. So I came back to St. Louis again. Yeah. From Milwaukee, from Kiss FM. And I DJed again. Yeah. Everyone that was like, welcome yeah. back, man. Yeah. You want to DJ? I'm like, yeah, because that's a quick cash. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, here yeah. we go. That's the trap. The... That's the trap right yeah. there. That's it. It's like, it's cash. Yes, right? Yeah. So I did that. And then I got a part-time job at Y98. And I'm like, oh, how do I do Y98? Yeah. How do I go work at Y98 when I was this edgy guy on radio? Yeah. I was doing pimp slaps for a bit. <laughs> hey. Could you imagine if I did pimp slaps on the radio now? Yeah. They would be out there like, yeah. Yeah. no. They would meet me too in your ass. They would, I mean, but it was like people calling, but like I'm pimp slapping his ass. Like, women, all women pimp slapping their boyfriends. Yeah. God, man. Back in the day. Uh, so now I'm like going to Y98 and I'm like, I can make this work. And I did. I made sure. it work. And it was with CBS at the time, the company. And uh, my buddy called me from Detroit. 
and he's like, dude, you're within the company. Do you want to come work at Amp Radio in Detroit? And that was the next level because that's a top 10 market. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like it goes, oh, yeah. think about when I'm talking about markets, I'm talking about size. I'm talking about New York, number one, mm-hmm. LA, two, mm-hmm. Chicago, three, mm-hmm. so right. on and so forth. Yeah. St. Louis, I think we're 23 now, whatever. So we went from, I was going from 23 to market 10 in Detroit to right. your name out there. Again. What up, though? Like, hey, right. right. What up, though? What up, though? Right. 100%. 100%. So I got a job at 98.7 Amp Radio there. Mm-hmm. And I was there for two years. And my contract was due in 2015. And I was like, Things are going really well here, but why the hell did they launch a top 40 station in St. Louis and they didn't call me? 96.3, K-Hits went away. They right. launched a top 40 station yeah, yeah. here and they had an entire team hired. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. So I got a whole, I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, There's a, this is my like, dream. I want to be back with my son because yeah, right. I was traveling still yeah. every other weekend. Sometimes it'd be a month I had, mm-hmm. had to fly and that was a, another three hours away so right. and going through those because you had to get through chicago mm-hmm. to get here that shitty drive 55 right that's uh, oh, terrible dude like all the road construction to 94 it was horrible in the winter and i had a chevy cruise at the time <laughs> oh shit i had the dj socks mobile <laughs> i had the chevy cruise and i drove that from detroit to here like fearing for my life anyway so they launched the station, and then i'm like i hit up the program director of 96.3 on Facebook. And he's not <laughs> even on Facebook. Like, he's just like, <laughs> finally, he's like, yeah. Sorry, I, I got this message like a month later. Like, no, yeah, no, he hit me, no, he hit me back and he's like, dude, uh, if, uh, you're probably looking for something full time, right? Because I'm, I, I, right. I'm making decent money in right. Detroit. I'm like, yeah. So he's like, all right, cool. Well, I have this part time now. Well, I told him when my contract was up right then. Right. I was like, my contract's up in July. Hit me up if anything happens. He hit me up two months before my contract. I was like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, you're, you signed that contract yet? I'm like, nope. It's <laughs> like, I was Push on the off. dotted line, though, because they have to give you like a six in radio or in anything. When you sign a contract, they have to give you a notice. Like, mm-hmm. it's you a 60-day, right. you work things out. And I was ready. The family was going to move up to Detroit. Oh, boy. Mm. Man, right. That's a this big move. Right. Serious. Uh, it got serious. So then finally, I'm like, no. He's like, well, I have something for you. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, I want to come back. Yeah. So I took a pay cut to come back for what he had. Because oh. right. realistically, in the, in the end, it worked out. Biggest right. I'm Thanks. like, I'll take a pay cut to come yeah. back home yeah, with yeah. my son. Yeah. And I didn't sign the contract. I came here and... Worked at now 96.3, doing nights, 6 to 10, Monday through Friday. And then he kept his promise to me. Tommy Matter did. And uh, he said, you ready to do afternoon drive? And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, I've yeah. been doing nights mm-hmm. for so long. And there's no life, as you yeah, know, right, yeah. as a bartender or yeah. whatever. The nightlife, you have no personal life. No. I, I mean, I'd be gone. I'd be away from my son. There's just a, you want to go to dinner? No, nope, I can't. Sorry. I got to work. Yeah. You want to go to move? Gotta work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so it was afternoons. I'm like, finally, yeah. afternoons. Back in the and back, in the, back. That was a long journey to get back to that. Because you were on that with uh, Z for nights. Yeah. You were on. Well, no, you were on the. Uh, oh, what's that? With Z. With Z. Because you were on the. the what, you came on after Kurt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he did afternoon drive. And then I was 
seven to midnight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was the night guy. I was just the right. night. And I'm tired. I'm like, I'm okay. person pushing 36 years. I don't want to be the night guy right, anymore. Right. You know, I like, it's great, but right. I want to go home with my family. And like, right. I've, I've paid my dues. Right. And here I am going on three. There'll be four years in July, the afternoon guy. And now 96.3. Then we got bought out. That's an even crazier story. Dun, dun, dun. Like Emmis. Right. So Emmis was the company that owned us, mm -hmm. owned KC95, the biggest rock station in the yeah. nation, yeah. 105.7 The Point, the biggest alternative station, now 96.3, and uh, FM News Talk 97.1. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden I got a call from my boss. Hey, guess <laughs> we what? Sold. You know what? We're sold. And I'm like, oh, I got a call, first of all. And I'm like, he doesn't call me. Yeah. Why is he calling me? <laughs> Who this? <laughs> I got a call. New phone. <laughs> New phone. Who this? <laughs> and he's like, so, and my son was sick at the day, I, or that day. And I uh, happened to be like, my son's sick. What's up, dude? And he's like, well, we're getting bought out, this and that. I'm like, shit. What happened? Here we go again. So I thought, like, in my mind, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. I'm not going to have a job. Because when new companies buy radio stations, yeah. they blow them up. They do what they want to do with yeah. them. Right. They cut well, the cut the highest payroll, man. Cut that fat. They, they well, not yeah. that. I'm saying, not that you're fat, just, but I'm just saying like it's just. I'm not calling you fat. A, base. I'm not calling you fat. <laughs> 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 Can't wait to go run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, like, it's just there's rumors because there is Camo X. Hmm. So we the, the the Cardinals, the Blues, and like they need an FM signal right. so we're like shit i mean 96.3 is gonna be camel xfm right nope not happening they're like we got a plan this is it but the thing is they split us up it was like a divorce like my boss that hired me and brought me here k he was the program director of the point mm -hmm. and Casey, and they went to hubbard which is in Cree, of course so they have a wil the country station right. the arch espn mm -hmm. And now they have Keishi and then right. they have uh, uh, the point. So like, it was like, it was a messy divorce and it was tough for everybody because no one knew what the hell was going on. Right. And then we went to intercom, you know, the, and we have Y98, we have KMOX, we have uh, KZK and FM News Talk came with us too, 97.1. So they split us up and it was just like, what do we do now? And it took a while to adjust, but now I'm at the, I'm at the best spot I could be in, in my career. The, that I could ever be in, and it that's all awesome. worked out, yeah. you know. It's and a, that's my story. Yeah, that's the the hero's journey right there, man. All over the country. But it's a struggle, man. I mean, yeah. I have the tattoo. <laughs> I have the tattoos on my arm. Everyone's like, "What is that?" That's every area code I lived in. That's dope. <laughs> and what that is, I want to get fired so I can have those too. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a lot of firing right the here. Battle scars, baby. That's a story. But it's like, and then right here in Sanskrit. Uh, it says yesterday's history, but tomorrow's uncertain. And I have all the area codes I lived in. And then St. Louis is number one nice. right there because that's Look home to me. You. Like, so that's like it, a man. Walking meme. It's my <laughs> I am a walking <laughs> meme for sure. He's <laughs> a walking positive. Uh, dude, so I, that's that. So I can remember when I first met Hayes, was, uh, I was a bouncer at Club Buka on the landing. Man. Mm -hmm. And I remember, God. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy standing up here? On the bar, I'm over, here, like, I'm over here like <laughs> grabbing motherfuckers, having to wrestle them out of the fucking bar. And there's this little motherfucker up there like mm -hmm. pouring shots in the girl's mouth and they're like pulling their titties out. And all this stuff. And I didn't pull titties out. No, 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 I'm saying they were pulling them out <laughs> okay. to, get, to get the shots. He, he did not. Just, just so we're all, we're Someone's doing, already like, yeah, he, he Hayes was pulling titties out. No, no, no. 
No, there was titties pulled out to get a free shot, poured in their mouth. And I'm just like, man, I'm the, I'm the one over here like having to fight these motherfuckers, man, every weekend. But there's no Hayes coming down the stairs, stumbling down the stairs. <laughs> that was pre, pre-child. That was, that was pre-responsibility. Pre, uh, but that was just uh, a good I'm time. Still, I'm still in pre-child mode, so my, my face is coming up, guys. This is gonna be uh, never no. mind, it's not about me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that was, Buka was a good time. I, I, the only thing that I feared about Buka was every time I would go to work, I was like, well, I mean, I'm going to have to fight somebody tonight. Yeah, it's just is the landing. It uh, was just back and it was a cave. That's what Buka means, right? Cave. cave. Yeah. That's what Buka yeah. essentially means in Latin. Whatever language. Not, I think it's Latin. Uh, is cave, and it was a fucking cave it was a fucking dungeon mm-hmm. and it was a dungeon and then it was just you had all had these personalities a, mixed had a nerd have a patio so how dare you have a patio to this cave yeah what the fuck is this right. patio to the cave <laughs> and the that's, patio was a cave too so how do you have a patio that's a cave and then in the winter it was a cave because they had the t- <laughs> <laughs> that was the first play that was when i figured out that i had to start bringing a mouth guard in with oh, me when shit. I was bouncing, and I, I bought a mouth guard, uh-huh. and I keep in my back pocket. And when I thought things were gonna go awry, I'm like, I put this mouth guard in, like I don't get my teeth. <laughs> there was that's the only place where. Did I mean, you really? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I put that's a mouth so guard smart. In. Yeah. <laughs> but I would. I would. I'd I would, never I would, thought of that. <laughs> I'm just like there was a few times where, like, something would be going on, and I'm on an island because I'm on that patio, and people can't get through, and mm-hmm. like I'm like yeah. hit them with a the light, and I'm like I get over to, to where these. Giant motherfuckers is getting into it. I'm like, shit. <sighs> Take the mouth guard in, put it in, and just jump in. Oh. <laughs> Tackle them out, put them oh. there in the alley. Trying to do work. Like, like I'm like blocking and like grabbing, and it was, it was. That was the most violent place I ever worked. Oh, yeah, it was I, crazy, man. Dude. Wasn't there that curtain there in the back upstairs too? Yeah, Remember the curtain? Yeah. There was like the magic curtain, and like I'd always like. Make sure there was a new there was a new bouncer there. I remember he had no clue. I remember I had to go get Dave, mm-hmm. the manager, mm-hmm. at the time at Buka. Mm-hmm. I'm like he didn't. He basically wanted to carry me on the headlock. And I was like, I just now I'm not. I'm just <laughs> I'm hey, I'm like, <laughs> so I don't give a shit who you are. Right. I remember. <laughs> I remember when uh, uh, a guy from uh, 1014 Club 1014. Oh man, 1014 was my shit. Rest in peace, 1014. Yeah, 1014. So this guy. Was in handing out passes to ten fourteen in Buka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, shame. Yeah. So ding, ding, what ding, was the uh, the Hispanic cat that was like the manager Jose? It, with the where's scuff, this at at Buka? He had the the ponytail with the the bald oh, head. Yeah, Jose. Yeah. Jose was. Was that Jose? Yeah. I don't even it yeah. was Jose. Yeah. Yeah. He always wore a gold chain. He had the skullet. But he uh, older dude. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah. Yeah. Dude, what the hell happened to Jose? I don't know. But, anyway, uh, that that night he's like, "Hey man," he's like, "Hey Cecil, you see that guy right there?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I need you to go grab him." <laughs> I'm like, "Where am I taking him?" He's like, "You taking the back room?" I'm like, "What's the back room?" He's like, Sounds "Just like take him crime. over there." Oh no no, it's it's been ten years, so I can't. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm past the limitations. Cool. Yeah yeah. So I go over and, and like, "Hey man, I need you to come with me." He's like, "Fuck you." I'm like, "Oh yeah." So oh. I grab, yeah, grab him. Mouth guard in. Backing him up. No, I didn't have mouth guard. He was a little oh. guy. Oh. So I'm backing him up, and then all of a sudden, I get over there, and Jose opens the door, and then I see the owner of Abuka at the time, which I'm not going to say his name, had taken his suit coat off and was hung it up and was rolling his sleeves up. Oh. Mm. Rolling his sleeves up. What kind up. of good fellow stories is this? Hey, I, 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 all I know is I threw that dude in there, and Jose's like, 
he closed the door. He said, "Don't let anybody in." Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Was that the back? Was that the mop room? Yeah, in the back? yeah. That was the, the mop room. <laughs> All I know is is when Jose's like, "Hey, Cecil, go back to your post." I was like, "Okay," and went back to my post. <laughs> yeah, you did it. I did I'm it. posted up. Yeah. Posted up. What kind of Netflix movie is this? I mean, it was... It, it's true, it, it though. Remi- no, I swear to God, it reminds it. me of uh, Studio 54, man. The, the Rise it and Fall. It was a St. Louis version. Have you? Did you watch the Netflix Studio 54? Have yeah. you watched that? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. But that it was, was like the St. Louis version, except not as insane. But it, Buka, like I said earlier, was like yeah. hell on earth yeah. without the eternal suffering <laughs> and guilt. And I'm like, wait, there was a lot of guilt. There's a lot of... There's a lot of <laughs> A lot of stuff that happened there that I just kind of like block out of my mind. That mm. just like I did. I, I wow. Yeah. Buka. But I was too young for this. I was just happy to be there. Right. Even if you were young, you were in it. I was in yeah. there, but I, I everyone wasn't, was in a Buka. Yeah. Marcus wasn't Marcus yet. I was still working my way up. Right. <laughs> if Buka's open up now, yeah, I might be getting arrested. Yeah. Uh, were you Mark at the time? Hi, I'm Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Hi, I'm Marcus. <laughs> May I buy you a drink? What's up, Mark here? He'd be in there on Dollar Night. Remember Dollar Thursdays? He'd be in there on Dollar Night. I might as well be like, jeez, Dollar Thursdays. Oh, man. Just anything. Uh, I only got 20, but we're good. <laughs> we so, should get all night. So what do you think the, uh, the downfall of the club scene was in St. Louis? Man, you know what? I feel like this, this is it. I mean, and it's true. Like the cell phone he's holding up. It is. It just is. I mean, it's like there's an app. There's so much more. And that's the downfall of everything. Like people ask about like, uh, how's radio going to succeed? Well, radio succeeds because people want live and local. They want someone that they can connect with their city. They're not listening as much as they used to. Maybe 30 minutes a day, an hour a day compared to... I mean, they have a drive to work there, this and that. Then you get on your app, and then there's so many outlets. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, Buka days, yeah. there was nothing. All, it was, all you hear about is Club Buka on Z177. Hell oh, yeah. I mean, it was just it. That's why there's no club gigs. I mean, we don't sell club gigs at all. I don't do any club gigs Liver at boots. all. Yeah, with the top board. Either Z doesn't do one club gig at all. Yeah. No, we'll do New Year's, obviously, because right. that's yeah. and then Mardi Gras or something, right. or St. Patty's Day. Right. But it's like... The, the down, first of all, it, I mean, it costs a lot of money to advertise. You know, those yeah, are a which lot. I don't understand. Why haven't they adjusted the price to the times on radio? Uh, I think they, they have, but if you want to broadcast, it's more going into endorsements now. Gotcha. So it'd be like me saying it's a lot more worth your while to have someone like me go on, or, or, or Scott or Casey with right. our station to go on and go, hey, this is what you want to do. You right. want to come here and read a, a 60 second live. That's live. Like we're right, right. broadcasting live during the afternoon. Then rather have someone out there. Yeah. Good point. Doing a broadcast when no one's, when yeah, everyone's already night. there. Yeah. Friday and Saturday night. Somebody's listening to, you know, where I mean, go or there or whatever. They're right. they're They're already out. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I got you. you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think all that's went, I mean, it's a totally different world now than yeah. what it was. Radio at the time was people were getting ready, and it's like that's why we were there early because mm-hmm. no one came. We started at eight o'clock at Buka mm-hmm. when we did our broadcast. I was I had to be there at eight o'clock. That's when everyone had Z one zero seven seven on on their radios. The girls are getting ready then. Now it's a whole other story, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like from two thousand seven to now. Mm-hmm. It's a just different day and age, and I think that's damn why Steve Jobs and the, and the damn uh, smartphone. That's what it was. That. Oh, it, the well, internet. Mm-hmm. Dude, 
Yeah, Wi Fi and that smartphone shit. That shit was all downhill yeah. for my baby. All and we did the here. live broadcast, man, where the DJ was in the club at uh, what was the place behind there? We talked about it uh, behind uh, Buka there. Uh, Feisty Bulldog. Feisty Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Those days. Uh, anyway, I mean, because we didn't do the. We never did the live broadcast from Buka. (laughs) That was probably a good thing. I couldn't imagine. How could I even get on the radio at that time, at that point in time? But, uh, but, I mean, we did broadcast where we were live at the club. We had the DJ there. And even in Detroit, until I moved here in 2015, we had clubs there. And there's Chicago, they still do it. Chicago, they do it. New York, they do it. L.A., they do it. You know? I mean, those are, but they have. Those clubs have money that's just, it's just there to just keep their name like Pepsi or Coke advertises. Do they need to? No. They just have money to do it to keep their name out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what those clubs do in those bigger markets. But a lot of mom and pop clubs and bars here, they don't have that, that, that money. They don't have that, you know, expandable income. Disposable. (laughs) Expendable. Disposable. Yeah, they, they gotta have a strong <laughs> social media following now to be a successful club and then you have to have a There's draw no, to get in front of these kids attention the only thing that's mm-hmm. made pepper survive is their sundays there's a you go that's what's sundays. crazy Jesus. and it's yeah. still packed Dude, isn't that crazy i've not been there in a long time i don't go there because i don't want to be the old creepy guy in the corner anymore that guy. Like, yeah <laughs> hey let's go be the old creepy guy yeah. Yeah. we'll take marcus with us be like we're marcus we're marcus how you doing i said Mark, i'm gonna see my 20s girl right. <laughs> here's our 40 old i'm the closest to be, still be in my 20s out of the hey three, these but. guys could be your dad could be these dads <laughs> <laughs> but for real yeah, yeah. like disposable incomes they don't have that anymore <laughs> like it's just like yeah i used to say that, that all the people in like uh uh club buka in in even Feisty Bulldog, what was the Club Throttle or, or even Never Pepper? Throttle is what I said. Yeah, Throttle, yeah. yeah. Or even in, in Pepper Lounge, all those $30,000 millionaires, man. You know what I mean? Two mm-hmm. $30,000 millionaires. Dude, yeah. they, they, they paid a lot of my way in my life. Dude, there was that place out, in, where was that place out in the county? Wasn't it like K's or something like when I moved here? Remember it was like K's? Uh, it was in O'Fallon, I think. I don't remember. O'Fallon? Who the fuck called O'Fallon? Oh, my God. When I moved here, it was K's or something like that. Special. I don't know. Yeah, I Ebony Eyes performed there. Oh. Bum, 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 well, I mean, you had remember uh, uh, South County Bar One Hundred One. Yeah. Oh the my dam. God. The dam. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah. The dam. Night. Dude, <laughs> I had that Tuesdays, man. How do I? How am I not a father? Because I was actually, I was trying to throw it away back Dude. then. Dude, oh, Tuesdays Jesus at the dam on a Tuesday going up. I mean, we were. I was throwing. <laughs> I was throwing up. Right. I, on a I can't even, Wednesday morning. I even hate giving giving that place any kind of props, but I mean, when you're giving when you're giving away so much shit to uh, i mean to like that's what put him on the map that's what we were business. there too though yeah, through yeah, that. Yeah. we've been through it all yeah. big daddy's yeah. bar 101 the yeah. damn buka yeah dude all those and it's just it's like fuck people lucas and park you guys were those by then lucas park still there lucas man park. why is it lucas and park like it's two that people. wasn't a thing on the what was the bet show there was something park 106 106 and park, and park. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's yeah, really the, you said the rap battle Fridays, yep, whatever, right? Yep, yeah, freestyle Fridays. It's really freestyle Fridays. It's yep. really what Lucas in thirteenth, <laughs> Washington in thirteenth. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. 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 Washington used to be like the place to go. Now it's like, eh. 
It's, it's, it's going yeah. back. Everything's an end now, though. But yeah. now they got it. Like, now they got it ever since they put the cameras in there. Mm-hmm. It's, you gotten, know? it's gotten... Remember it's Shiver? Started, like, yeah. all that stuff there, and then it got chaotic. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's starting to blow back up, man. Like, uh, a lot of restaurants down there, because of the fact that the, the Rams aren't here anymore. Fuck them. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> so the convention business is so much better now. So you got a convention going on every yeah. weekend. So there's some dope-ass restaurants in there. Did you hear about the, uh, you know, El Burro Loco in the Central West End? Uh-huh. The Mexican They're moving into the old, uh, I think it's the Persian restaurant there. Oh, yeah. 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 They're they're moving it. The Mango, uh, yeah. I forget the name of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But they're moving in there. It's called La Bamba, and they're going to be there in the next couple of weeks. So they're nice. just going to have, they're moving down. So you got, you got, so you know where Sugar Fire is. Yeah. Yeah. So right behind it is a cool place called BLT. It's called Breakfast Lunch Tacos. And uh, it's two people that came from uh, Shaved Duck. They what? Uh, Where are you kidding me? It's uh, the old kitchen sink, and uh, and it's oh. there now. It's there now. They've been open for uh, like seven weeks, eight weeks. Oh, I'm thinking, give me some fucking food. Hey, that's where is this at? Uh, so you know where Sugar Fire is, right? Yeah, downtown. So Sugar Fire is here. It's on this. Uh, and what's the name of it? BLT. It's called. Uh, breakfast, lunch, tacos. I mean, it's you had me amazing. At, you had me at tacos. It's it's you had uh, me at breakfast. So, <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you like this. So, I went with my lady on uh, two Sundays ago, and they opened at ten. So we got there at ten oh seven, ten thirty five. There was not a table available in the house. Damn, it's like McDonald's tried to order breakfast. Like, shut <laughs> off, <You're> shut <laughs> off. Uh-uh. There's nothing available. So they, they they do it right. So when you come in the door, you go to the bar. You they give you a menu, and then you go to the bar. You make your order. You take a number. You go sit down. And they, if you want a soda or whatever, you just gotta you know you, you get that, and then you go refill it yourself. They bring your food out. Like there's not. There's so it's, no, ca- it's like Sugar Fire. Yeah. In the, sense, the, the the serving part of Sugar Fire is amazing. Yeah, like it's, it's most simplistic. It's crazy. Best thing to do. They're doing the same thing, but with breakfast, lunch, and tacos. Breakfast and tacos. <laughs> can, now, can you order tacos for breakfast? Yes, of course you can. Motherfucker, if you did, of I'm course not going. I'm in the building. <laughs> I mean, a bay. What's crazy is so there was a place there before called Kitchen Sink, and they had all these tables made. Right, they had these tables made. This local St. Louis company, and these tables are fucking expensive. Like they're made hardwood like got the name you know like on the side like these are these really nice hardwood tables well the person that owned kitchen sink just left them there when he closed the place like, whatever yeah like so they were open for well they probably just had to forfeit it all yeah but they were open for like three weeks break uh, blt was then this dude shows up in a truck with a bunch of dudes like like gangster style, trying to, hey, we need our tables back. And they're like, no. <laughs> the fuck you mean? Yeah, they were trying to take their, they were like trying to grab the tables. The guy's like, we no. need our tables. Right, exactly, 100%. Tables and chairs. They were trying to take this shit back. And the people owner like, no, we, this shit set vacant for eight months. Yeah. Like, it's like you buy a house and those stainless steel the appliances are in there. They're mine. This guy was like, Go get some of this smoke. I mean, into <laughs> some of fucking breakfast. Maybe, I'll, I'll brunch. Maybe, maybe you would have stayed open longer if you would have had a bartender that was charging people instead of just letting them, you know, drink for free all day. Mm, and like, lunch and, talk. and that's been the downfall too. A lot of bars. <sighs> just saying, smoke, you man. know that. Yeah, dude. Like Smoky anybody that's just giving shit away, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like if they're like, oh, that's the only way my friends come in here. Well, then you're you need better. You need friends. better yeah, friends, broke bro. ass friends. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bitch. Yeah, I mean, every time I come in. I see you at 1860s, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
take my car before I leave because you know me, I ghost. Or there's been times I'd be like, Hayes, she, Hayes, you forgot to pay. And he knows, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, dude, did I leave my car? And then I've checked in because I'm so bad at it. And I'm like, I'm like, did I pay? You're like, dude, you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I always make sure yeah. to lay it down it, first. I'm like, first just take my card, take my card and just please. charge me whatever. And yeah. then I'll, I'll, you know, like, right. but, you know anyway, it but it's true. Like, don't take advantage, man. And some people expect it, and that's the, that's the thing. It's a business. Oh, fuck. And they do, they do expect it because they're used to it in this yeah, town. Right. And, and, and you can always tell when a place isn't doing that well, but there's a packed bar, but then the owner, like you can see like they're, they're lacking stuff on their shelves, and they're, mm-hmm. they don't have any inventory, and it's like, what the fuck? What, it's packed in here, man. Well, your bartender right. is giving your shit away. Yeah, totally. And it's kind of like when they go to do, uh, the bar rescue, and they have the counter. Like, you want to get here? Do uh, we need to bring the counters in? Don't get me started. Right? <laughs> I, I, that, but at the same time, like I look at that and I'm like, that's insane. But yeah, I could only imagine how much money you mm-hmm. lose in inventory if you're giving it all away. Yeah, it, it is. And a lot of times, what, what I don't like about Bar Rescue is that guy comes in and tries to uh, change the whole thing in three fucking days. Yeah. There's no way you're going to change that process in three days. Yeah. A lot of times, the smartest one that I've known that played bar rescue and g'd the fuck out of it was uh the place behind uh broadway oyster down there oh it, it ended up being something. like pastimes or some shit like yeah that. whatever changed into she now. kept it open for a month after they left so mm-hmm. because they came back to film the uh the after show or whatever see how they're oh doing. is that the one uh that's that it, game six bar? now yeah, yeah it's game six been now. everything yeah, yeah. it's yeah. game six now yeah. so what she did was once they left, she kept it open for whatever how like six weeks after they left, just so they could do the reshoot. Like, oh, everything's going great, blah blah blah, blah. and then closed it because they've been rehabbed. Ah, so they stuck however many thousands of dollars into having it rehabbed, uh-huh. and then she sold the motherfucker. Wow, yeah. straight up G shit. I was Next like, yeah, because they took care of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, do they have to pay for that, or I don't know. No, no, the show pays for all that. Of course, so and they pay they pay people like. Let's say we're, we own a bar, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Marcus, we want you to act like the asshole. And you're like, I don't want to act like the asshole. Well, here's, Got it. Well, because it's reality TV. <laughs> right. So here's... So uh, be myself? <laughs> right. You're like, asshole, I got, got that. Right. Not a problem. But no, if you say no, they'll be like, uh, here, we'll give you this undisclosed amount of money oh, if you act like the hell asshole. Hell no. Yeah. Right. Okay, I will for that. But then, right, that, yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> they, they pay Big asshole to, over here. Basically, got it. basically, they pay you to play a role. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, which reality I mean, they TV, have, yeah, entertainment exactly. business. But I just that 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 guy that runs that, I just he's he's so not it, people that believe that that show is real. And but you're talking about what's his name? Though? I don't. I'm not gonna say we it. We won't say this name yeah. on this. Not this one. Right. No. <laughs> I can't remember his name. But I, I, I mean, either. I know his name. I know <laughs> the guy with the skull. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> He, he he just does have a skull. He does. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. I know we're talking about. Yeah, he uh he just he comes in and yells and screams and all this other shit. That's like, his role. That's his I character. Know, I get it. It's a character, man. I could change. I could. That's why people keep watching. Yeah. You know, someone yeah. once told me right. like, "You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy, but sometimes you got to be an asshole." I'm like, "Why?" Because the people that hate you are going to come back and talk about you. I want people to talk about you. People hate watch shit, man. That. 
People right. hate watch. People, you better off having have people hate watch like Kardashian shit. They actually enjoy it because they want to hate. Fuck that bitch. I'm gonna watch it though. But, but they're gonna watch it. Right. I, they hate watch. Like I hate you. The number one thing with Howard Stern, if you watch Private Parts back in the day, mm-hmm. his ratings were insane in New York. This is where he became. I mean, he was Howard Stern because he's Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. But the ratings came in, and it's accurate. Is the ratings are. This and that. Why? Because people want to hear what he has to say next, his fans. Mm-hmm. And what else? It's like they did research. The people that hated him, why are they still listening? The haters because the, pe- the, haters the haters wanted keep to keep paid. listening mm-hmm. because they wanted to hear what he said next. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same they thing. They hate to see you win, but they, but you, but you they hate to watch. Is that what you said? You hate me. Keep hating. I need more haters. The haters the hate to watch. Is that what you said? Yeah, hate to watch. I like that. Hate That's to good. watch. It's true, That's though. Keep yeah. paid. That's why they're. But if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing shit. That's it. You know, you're not doing it right. Right. No one hates you on the way up or why you there. You ain't doing shit. Haters are your secret admirers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what sure. it is. They're, they're hating because they they want to be where you're they at. Want you, they want your spot. They ain't want to put the work in to get there. Yeah. Right. That's I mean, true. We, we do a podcast on sitting on coolers most of the time mm-hmm. and people talk shit. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm sitting in my basement. Yeah. Uh, guess what? They're watching. Right. Yeah. Listening, Put so they're watching or watching. listening or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like I never knew. Like I never knew. We we started what six months ago? November. Uh, November. Yeah, and and people laugh or whatever, and and not really talk shit. Most, I mean, most of the feedback I hear is great. They enjoy it. It's cool. They they want to be a part of it, and then. Like, oh, you know, I think this would be a great podcast. Yeah. Or the, well, the, everyone thinks they have something. No, no, it's always, tell me about it. It's it's always it's always you know what you need to do. <laughs> well, everyone's get you the fuck out my face. What I need to do because you know shit. A motherfucker well, never done shit. I've got the most advice. What have you done? Right. I mean, not I know nothing. Right, fuck everyone's a rock star, man. Everyone's a rock star, so they claim. Monday you know, quarterback, get your ass out of my thing. face. I, and I don't. Yeah, I, anybody the, that wants to be on a podcast, I, I'll work you. I'll work you in somehow. Or mm-hmm. if you want to do a podcast, hey, come use my stuff, man. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's you don't not, just you don't just spend it. Come over. We'll we'll, we'll show you what we've done, and because we fucked up so much doing this shit, spend mm-hmm. unnecessary money. <laughs> we'll give you the fucking blueprint. I don't right. mind that at all. I'm not trying to hide anything. Mm-hmm. I am an open fucking book. We are an open fucking book of what we've done. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting back, like oh, you guys podcast, <laughs> you know, you guys cuss or whatever, and it's like. Yes, bitch, we do. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm going to get on here just to, 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 to be like I'm on I'm Zimmer? not going to be somebody I'm not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and cussing That's why podcasting has become such a phenomenon. Yeah. And people are doing it is because you can be yourself and talk about the shit you want. Tell to. me about it. Right. Like, yeah. I can be myself now. Like, right. I have to go into my job, and that's my job. I mean, right. I have to have, just like you have to go into right. a job with a uniform, or you have yeah. to go into a job and conduct yourself in a certain manner. Mm-hmm. I have to do that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, with corporate radio, and right. I love it, and right. I, I wouldn't change it for the world. But something like this, where I can come in with a beverage yeah. and speak the way I want to actually say shit, mm-hmm. on, <laughs> shit. Piss. like I can't even say. I'm like, can I, can I, can I say fuck? Fuck yes. yeah, you can. <laughs> like I right there, like I'm getting like I'm in, like, I'm like, like I'm in a mic and hearing that <laughs> after 19 years of radio. Honestly, this is probably one of the like three. <laughs> So this is probably the first time I said fuck on the second time. <laughs> on the, I've said fuck four times. I've said fuck five times. I've said fuck on the radio. You know what I'm but up, really, yeah. like it's in my head. Yeah. And everyone's like, when I was doing broadcast live mm-hmm. with 20, 30,000 people listening at night, 
mm. at a bar after drinking mm. after this and that and mm. how i didn't cuss i don't know but there's that in yep. my that shield that comes mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. but this is where you can be yourself this yeah. is where people people like getting into authentic I think that's it. Authenticity is winning. Right. It should always been winning, but now you can actually monetize being authentic mm-hmm. even though and we growing in front of people. Yet, but, I mean, huh? We're getting there. That's what, even though we haven't monetized yet. No, but you, you got to crawl before you walk. It's so, it's so baffling. Like, I tell people what I'm doing, what I'm really here to do. And like, making money yet? No, but I'm okay. Like, no one, like, we, we trapped out the bando. We out the at back of the trunk with mixtapes <laughs> out of the fucking press and, and CDs. Cool that. And we just out throwing a CD. That's fine, because that's how Jay-Z started. Out the fucking bando, out of the back of the truck. Now, you scale up. That's like, it. when you get good at what you do, you really hone your craft. The money is the easy part. This is the fun part, building it up. Like he said you his best to. days was when they had a little-ass record company not doing shit, running up in radio stations, being like $100 million, 100 million there, but like, you got to start somewhere, but if you love what you do, the money take care of itself. What's funny is I heard a story. Uh, I think it was one of those E True Hollywood stories or whatever. They're talking about Jay Z, and mm-hmm. then they'd started a little studio or whatever. And, and uh, I guess they were him and his crew were in the in the studio, and they had uh, a couple of ladies working for him, and and it was noon or whatever, and they were walking out, mm-hmm. and they're like. Where are you guys going? Well, it's noon. We're going to lunch. He didn't understand what uh-huh. lunch was. Right. Like, because huh. all they'd ever been is in the studio, like, yeah. doing yeah. stuff. They'd never, or whatever, like, rapping. They never had hustle. a job. Hustle don't have no days off. Yeah, Hustle's all they ever done was hustle. Day. They never had, like, a job before. And she's like, well, it's noon. Hmm. Normal people go to lunch. And he was just like, that was a concept they didn't understand. I, I'll never <laughs> forget there's that. There's times off? No, we, <laughs> right. but, but that shows you the between, like, a boss or a leader or, like, uh, who signs the monthly invoices and who's looking for a check? He said who writes checks right. and who's who cash checks. Right, this mentality. Right, but now she's a multi multi millionaire because she was there at the beginning. Right, but she she she. Oh, maybe he might be onto something. He said my ass yeah. now. Let's yeah, not go to lunch today. Yeah, well, <laughs> he might have a point. Oh, yeah, well. She was. Now we can really just, hot. So like she could probably go to lunch whenever she wanted to. Yeah, that does get you a little bit. Right, it gets something to eat. But yes, this yeah, way sorry. of communicating mm-hmm. now, this long format podcasting is. Uh, it's here and it's now and uh, we're just trying to catch the coattails of it and just put our product out there. It's like everything we put out is content. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about all the time. Just putting content out there. Put something out. You and know, did I have anyone that says like, I could do a podcast because I hear that all the time, even mm-hmm. in radio. Like, mm-hmm. if, I'll do a podcast. Listen, and it's like, can you sit there and have a conversation with someone like this? Like, mm-hmm. it's not easy to yeah. do yeah. when you have a time limit and you know right. like it, it's not easy to no. and it's, it's a machine like it's not not just this itself you have to have a whole concept from your socials to your interaction with your audiences mm-hmm. showing the different social groups like it's a machine you have to build Absolutely. and be consistent like working out it's all the same stuff yeah. you have to be you have to be committed to the process like i'm, I'm thinking about this all day i can do this better do that blah, blah, blah. like you have to keep engaging and growing because if you stop people we're in, we in an attention economy so if you're not mindful of that you gotta keep posting shit all day you gotta feed the tell me like the shit i have to post on my Hayes fan page that you see it and i'm like like i'm exhausted i think of like how does secret ryan secrets do this i'm like oh yeah he has assistants he makes Mm -hmm. 60 million a year he has someone show for him to his job but with me (laughs) in terrestrial radio yeah i'm doing this like today i already did a TV show. I had a Katy Perry Z interview. I had to do my show. I, I, I had to do my show here in St. Louis on now 96.3 in the afternoon. Then I had to do a show for the, the, 
the weekend this weekend I had to pre-record here and I had to record a syndicated show in Sacramento. And then at the end of that, after my mind's still going, I'm like, I still have this podcast that I'm responsible for to come down here. So it's like so much shit going on. I don't know how we're not insane. We got to keep up with it. And on social media too. Like I had to get on social media yeah. in between and post a couple memes. Yeah. To keep Facebook's gotta, algorithm up, you gotta to keep my streets, my haze yeah. page up, yeah. you know, and Instagram too, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, and Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, I lost buddy. it. You gotta love what you do, but you got it. it. I, I would not change it for the world, but no, no wonder we're all psychopaths. Mm -hmm. Just saying, I do, and and it's just funny how like going back to the the hater thing for a thing for a second. When when I was telling people that we were coming to the, the professional studio and like we were gonna do some work here and. And uh, you know we're trying to level up. They're like, Ugh. all they—they they just want your money. It's just that's all they want. They don't want anything from you. Like they, they don't think you guys know what you're doing. They just want your money. And I'm like, fuck off. I can tell you that right now. Like just, me being but we just, in this hey, business, we just smile and go on, man. There's guys in. He room. smiles. I cuss motherfuckers out. I'm like, look. Nah. Why? Why is a, Why? Why do you not want to level up and be great? I mean, I don't understand. Like why he gets it more than I do because they know I come with the smoke. They give that shit to Cecil. Cecil, the politician of this group. Yeah. I'm the motherfucker with all the problems. So I don't get the the criticism to that level. I get, oh, you guys sound great. Are you Marcus from the podcast? Yes, I am. How you doing, young lady? Yeah. Can I buy you a drink? It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. But I, I love what I do because I do a lot of shit behind the scenes they don't right. know about. But I'm okay with that. But, like, I, I just stand around and listen to him, like, give him advice on which we, what we should do. I'm mm. like, look what? at you. <laughs> look at you. Now look at me. Right. Look at you and look at me. I don't, I'm listening, but I'm not, I'm not hearing what you're saying because you ain't done shit. But then I'm just there like, oh, man, that's cool, man. We'll, we'll definitely take a look at that. You know, I just, whatever. If they don't know. I'm like, fuck, no, like, we won't. I mean, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always like, they, I, and what we always say is like, they just don't know no better. You, you know? don't know what you don't know. But I was saying, why are, you, why are you afraid to be great? Like, why are you afraid to try something you've never done before? You're scared, man. That's all it is. <sighs> fuck that. I'd rather die trying than have live to, with right. regret. You have to. And I mean, this is coming from a guy in radio. And I'll tell you right now, 19 years of it. And for me coming in here, this is a good thing for you and for your podcast because you have this professional setup. You have, I mean, this, look at this. This is it. This is only going to build your brand that bigger because it's a quality product. Right here at Midcoast Studio. It's it's a quality product. Look at, look at, look at Cecil here being all, look, do it again. Look, do it again. Say right, it for Right here at Midcoast Studio. Meow, 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 meow. Big so, boys. Anything you want to leave the people with? Because we're on a budget and uh, we're not trying to go over. So I ain't got my check yet. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, Don't worry, Chris. We got your money. Don't worry. Got I got. I got it in my pocket. It's fine. <laughs> you take post-dated checks. Promise <laughs> <laughs> I'm good next week. I'm, I'm balling next week, baby. Drinks on me on Dollar Dollar Tuesdays. At dollar Tuesdays. <laughs> the damn. Oh wait, it's not there anymore. <laughs> Or, or Dollar Thursdays at, at Club Bucket. Wait, it's not there. Oh, wait, that's uh, not shit. there either. Uh, 1014, Damn. I got you, baby. Right out of the low. That's, that's not there either. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, Maybe boy. we can do Bubble of Wild Wings on, like, Sunday. Wait, they yeah. got the $5 Hooters. pitchers. <laughs> they got the, it used to be 25-cent wings. I think they're 75-cent wings. God Damn. Oh, is expensive. That's right. called balling on a budget. <laughs> oh, uh, no, thanks for having me on. Seriously. Hey, appreciate like, it, man. Thank you so much. No, I'm glad we finally made it, but it worked out. 
I feel good about it. I'm happy. I'm, we made it to number 10. I've, 10. I've been stretching. It's nine. Boy, it's, like, <laughs> it's like putting uh, water in milk. Like, eat that goddamn cereal. Put some water in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we got to the point where we ran out of milk and we just had to eat orange juice in, in, the, in the cereal. <laughs> Ooh, and then shit. finally, we were just like, I just eat it dry. I was like, hey, could you? Could you? Could we do Friday? Next Friday? Yes. He was like, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Like it worked out finally. Hayes, you want to drop your socials for us? Yeah. Uh, Hayes on uh, Hayes on air on the socials. H a z e o n a i r. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you do Snapchat, you do that. But I'll check it every once in a while. I don't know. Uh, my What's socials that? are uh, Marcus Boston three one four on Instagram. Marcus underscore no Marcus Cognac on the Twitter. Uh, Tulardians, there's the Tulardians on Instagram and the Tulardians on, on uh, Twitter. Do you still have the shirts? Yeah. Dude, I still have the shirts, man. Yes, Those are my go to uh, because they're the softest uh, fucking shirts ever. Hey, we, when you say hi, I mean, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. So, this is the Tulardians. We're still on a, a, what you want to call it? Uh, we're on a. a, 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 a Drop your socials. Drop your yeah, socials. Just, oh yeah, so I am at Cecil W. Adams on all of them. That's it. on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter, which Twitter just got a huge bump for me. I just said, I just apologize to Twitter. I saw Twitter, that. I, said, what the f- I, didn't, I didn't I dig into it. Well, no, it's just because uh, Instagram shut down. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes, man. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Twitter was on fire yesterday. Twitter was like this. Man, I missed the whole day. Like, man, my girl, I was like, I was just looking at all. Gary Vee was going crazy on Twitter. <laughs> I told you. See what happens? You shut Instagram down. Now everybody's done. You don't see any big booty hoes on. on Man, I, I had a withdrawal. <laughs> I was like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't double right. tapped on the thick one all day. I right. have to talk to people now. What Ooh, the hell? Man. All right, let's, get, let's let's send us out here, Marcus. All right. Uh, well, we want to thank Hayes for coming in. Yes, sir. And uh, I also want to thank Midco Studios for having us. Definitely. I am uh, Marcus Boston. And I am Cecil W. Adams. And together we are the Chill Audience. Till next time, be great. Love yourself. Love each other. Peace.